0: Welcome back to A Waste of Time with Peaches and Cream. Today we have a special guest before we tell you the episode number. And that special guest will be... We're not going to tell you yet. We're going to keep you on ice. We're going to keep you on ice
1: Surprise. for
0: a little bit. But this Surprise. is a big one. This is a big one.
1: Maybe the biggest <laughs> one, actually. Maybe the biggest one. Um, it is episode 73. we got a good episode for you today. We're going to be talking about the upcoming eclipse that's going to happen in april uh, it's going to be a full eclipse going through the united states it's, i don't think this is going to repeat until 2040 or something like that um that's our first topic and if we have time we'll get into the second one but for now let's introduce the guest,
0: eric ziggan hmm.
1: right Welcome. here big deal yo big what's deal up, team? um happy to be here absolutely all right eric uh, so we have to ask you as is custom on the the podcast we'll have to ask you the the new guest question okay let's hear it so if you were to to do like a guest spot on uh professional wrestling right uh and you were gonna do you were gonna go out walk out what would be your walkout song what, what song would you walk out to Ooh, walkout song i mean
2: i think like like the the top of mind would be Thunderstruck by ACDC. Like, oh, I wait. Have
0: we had that one before?
1: <laughs> we have. Yeah. Who, is that? Uh, who, who the, was that? it
0: wasn't that one. Mine was uh, Back in Black. Back
1: in right. Black. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, so it's like
0: it's really close, but um, that's a really good one. Yeah. No, that that
2: that like if if I had more time to think of it, I don't know. There's a. Uh, like I feel like three day anything three days grace could be pretty good too. Like I Holiday. recently kinda went into um while I was working out, I was like, Ooh, what's good for working out? Like middle school emo music. And <laughs> um and so that that's also top of mind for me. But
1: yeah. All right. <laughs> solid answer. Crazy. Probably the fastest answer we've had. Most people are like, uh, I don't know, and we have to come back to the mid episode. <laughs> so that's good to, that's good that you had that so quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get into this. Hold uh, on,
0: Terrence, you gotta, this... you gotta say what yours is again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mine was X gonna give it to you by DMX. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cameron and I also didn't have much time to think about this. We also asked ourselves on it, maybe like the 10th podcast and then just threw out num- names. And I'm mm-hmm. sure if I thought about it more, X gone give it to you, wouldn't be the one as I don't have an X in my name. And X has nothing to do with me, but
2: but your wrestler name, like, would you have an X in your wrestler name?
1: I I could be the xylophone, you know. Okay. Like, <laughs> and, uh, I'm known for uh, ripping people's ribs out and playing them like a xylophone. Ooh, that could be my yeah. Pretty scary, pretty scary stuff.
2: I feel like they did uh, that, in Lion of, King,
1: right? <laughs> Maybe not. They played some
2: xylophone ribcage before (laughs) in Lion King.
1: (laughs) Oh, when Zazu was stuck in the ribcage jail? I think that's what happens. I feel Um, like
2: it was Ed. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call, good call. Uh, Speaking of ripping out (laughs) ribcages, we need to talk about the ceremony. For the lunar eclipse, is it solar eclipse or lunar eclipse? It's a solar Solar eclipse. eclipse. Yeah. It's even bigger than lunar eclipse. Right. The solar eclipse is when the sun is eclipsed by the moon, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what's a lunar eclipse? That's when the
0: earth Earth eclipses the moon. So the earth is between the sun and the moon. Well, I mean, it's like, like... it takes a lot longer. So the solar eclipses, they last like 15 minutes. Um, or like 20, I don't, I don't know how, I, okay. I don't have my, I didn't like prepare with facts here. All right. But like, it, it like lasts like a little bit of time, but the lunar eclipses take like all night takes like over an hour or two or like three or
1: something. Oh, are you saying that's a reason that it's not
0: lame? No, no, no. That like the, I get, so the solar eclipses, cause they're short, they're like much more dramatic because, um, In the solar eclipse, what happens is it's daytime. It just looks like daytime. Mm -hmm. Right. And if it's like a perfect solar eclipse where it completely blocks the sun, it turns to nighttime for like 15 minutes and then it becomes daytime.
1: Right. Right. I know that's amazing. That sounds awesome. (laughs) Yeah. But with
0: like, if there was a, and so if you didn't know what was happening, like if you were just chilling on the beach. You know, with a margarita in the daytime, having a good time, and it turned into night, and then it turned back into day. It would freak you out if you were, like, a tribal person or you something. Think the world was in yeah, yeah. I was
2: gonna say like even like three, four hundred years ago. Yeah, you'd probably yeah, be like, yo, what have <laughs> I done? <laughs> yeah,
0: you, you freak <laughs> it out. But the lunar eclipse is, like, you wouldn't even notice because you're in bed because there's no like shift in the in the day and nighttime. Right. And the moon, like, just, like, you like, can't even tell because
1: it just, like, slowly, like, waxes and then wanes. Yeah, right. It would just go through, like, the lunar cycle in one night, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, fine, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing it, nothing to make a ceremony about, for sure. Yeah.
2: I mean, if it's, like, one of those big
1: yellow harvest-looking moons, maybe. But... I don't, and I don't, if you had, like, one of the those cameras that you can shoot all night and then yeah. do, like, a quick replay or whatever. Oh, yeah, that'd
2: be cool. Dramatic.
1: That'd be, cool. that'd be more dramatic. Significantly yeah. more dramatic. <laughs> in the replay. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yes, we have a, a solar eclipse coming in April in the United States. And I think I'll have to look this up real quick. But I think that the this solar eclipse is going to be the, f- the only one in the next... 30 years or something like that. Um, And it is passing through Indianapolis, or at least it's going to cover the entire United States. So everyone in the United States will be affected by this solar eclipse to an extent. But there is a thin line that goes through the United States in which it's a perfect solar eclipse, like you were referencing, where it becomes like night in the middle of the day. And that's going through Indianapolis. And so I will be in Indianapolis for that because I don't want to miss it um and therefore since i'm going to be in indianapolis and cameron's going to be in indianapolis we need to plan a ceremony a ritual if you will
0: yep there's not there we're limited on volcanoes around here so
1: we're gonna have to get creative maybe we could do one of those little cool, cool science experiments where you make a volcano you know what i mean
0: No, that is not cool (laughs) enough.
1: Which anyone is anyone is
0: invited to this. So Eric, if you want to come out to the ceremony, you are more than welcome.
1: Oh man, he's much closer to like just going north. I think (laughs) if he just goes into Canada a little bit, then yeah. No, I'm pretty sure
2: it's in Vermont.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um... But. But okay, yeah, so, so
1: volcanoes off the list, right? But yeah, any, let's not
2: let's say not it's a
1: hard to do. It's a <laughs> okay. hard to do. All right, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's it's impossible, right? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, what what are like typical ritual things? We have to do a sacrifice.
0: Yeah, right. There's sacrifice there's seems going necessary. to be a sacrifice. Now we you can have chickens, right?
1: I do I have chickens. I was just gonna say
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have any?
0: But I love my chickens.
2: I was gonna say right. sickly
0: chickens, like that. I do. I have one <laughs> chicken that is a little sickly. Okay, I'm I not have talking like leg. chicken
2: has a cough. Like chicken, chicken, chicken's not gonna make it.
0: Like. I I have a chicken. Um, so chickens they like to like roost. So they mm-hmm. they sleep on what would be like a tree branch. Like they don't like sleeping on the ground. And I have one chicken that sleeps on the ground because he like can't get around. Like I think he had like a birth t- deformity or something. Okay. And I'm and I don't think she's laying eggs. Um, and I think she's she has a rough life. She gets picked on a lot because. Um... Anyway, I what this all comes to say, I think we have a candidate.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, I want to make this clear as well. Cameron is the one that picks on this chicken. The no, other chickens I leave the oh,
2: chicken. Oh, no. I was just going to ask, is this a Rudolph situation? Like? Are the other a chickens bit. picking on her? Yeah. Cameron
1: is making fun of this chicken aggressively every day. <laughs> it's rude. It's horrible to see.
0: No, i I try to help this chicken, but chickens have this really extreme hierarchy. Called pec- situation it's called the pecking on. order, and and they do not. They are very very serious about it.
1: Hold they, on, is that real?
0: Yes, they they um chickens like when I put food out. The bottom pecking order chickens sit in the corner and watch the top pecking order chickens go
1: to town. Wait, wow. so is pecking order really based off of chickens? I didn't know that. That turn of phrase. Yeah, that's why it's called the like pecking order thing. You, you say that, like, I don't think that people know. I don't think that's common knowledge.
0: It's common chicken knowledge because that's what you call it. It's the it's a Common order.
1: chicken knowledge, but I don't <laughs> have chickens. You've had chickens more than once in your life, so you're yeah. exposed to this kind of thing.
0: No, there's – there. Interesting. chicken Like, the chicken social structure is extreme hierarchy. Like, not like people hierarchy, extreme – extreme hierarchy but the chickens on the top usually it's a male chicken that's on the top they um they like eat before all the other chickens like they they are in charge like you have like the alpha chicken but that alpha chicken is also responsible for protecting the other chickens if uh, they need to like, there's been videos of hawks who come down to try to kill a female chicken, and a, and a male chicken will step in and fight to the death to the hawk, like, sacrifice itself. Um, Damn. And, like, maim the hawk enough to make it leave, but die.
1: Man, that's, uh, that's serious.
0: Yeah, chickens, they are very, very serious about the pecking order.
1: I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to judge chickens, but... If I had to choose between sacrificing my life and eating first, or in eating second, <laughs> I would just eat second. You can eat first all you want, Kim. I'll eat second, I'm and you, you can you. sacrifice your life yeah. for me. I'm <laughs> not like... That's cool.
2: How how cool. do you think that second chicken felt like when he was watching the first chicken sacrifice himself <laughs> and he didn't know if the hawk was going to leave? He was like, ooh... Ooh, I'm next.
0: Shoot.
1: <laughs> He's like, oh no, now I'm now guys. I'm first. Now. I'm not I'm not ready. Hopefully no more hawks come. Yeah. Man.
0: That's yeah.
1: rough. So we could do a, we rough. could do
0: a sacrifice. We could also just like get like a bug like a grasshopper and sacrifice that if, if we just want to do low cost, but I don't know, I don't think the gods will like that too much.
1: You know what we could do. We could get a rotisserie chicken that had been (laughs) pre-sacrificed and enjoy that i think that's the way Uh, to do it that's an option as well um oh we could do a hog roast we could do a hog roast that's something that you you literally suggest that at every occasion
2: (laughs) i did. it's never a bad
1: pitch though it's It's never a bad pitch you got a farm it's gonna be april Although, I don't know if the farm's in the path of totality. I think it... it w- too oh, far I mean, north. We'd have
0: to look it up. But it, I think it... I think it. Oh, it actually might not.
1: It's yeah, not that it's, it's north. Too far north.
0: It's not that... Well, yeah, I guess from that perspective, it's too far north. Because it has an angle.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. I'm, I'll... So what else? What other things? Okay, so sacrifice, possible. Volcano. Throwing the sacrifice in Volcano. Still possible. That's not an option. But, uh, <laughs> I mean whatever there's a will there's a way (laughs) rotisserie (laughs) that's an option um what other things happen in i know okay so in mayan culture you know that game in that movie el dorado yes where they like the pseudo soccer yeah where they hit it with like their hips through the hole Mm -hmm. in the wall yeah yeah so they play that game that's part of like the ritual except for I don't, and this is crazy to me. This is when I I found this out. This blew my mind. It's the winners that get sacrificed. Yeah, it's not the losers. Oh, and pair that with the the knowledge that that game lasts for days and days, and I'm like, yeah, obviously, (laughs) (laughs) because who's trying to win? (laughs) 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 It's two teams competing to lose. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um so we could have some sort of ritual game where the winner is actually the loser you know what i mean
0: oh i like that idea i like that idea a lot i don't want to pause and derail us here <clears throat> but i was actually thinking about <clears throat> that game like early, a few weeks ago where um where they sacrifice the winners. And I was yeah. thinking and I was thinking about this compared to propaganda, like whoever was in charge of that society who came up with that, you would have have to like really be convincing to like convince everyone. Yeah. Like where you, if you're like trying to thin out the alpha males or something or like you're uh, you're like if you're like the guy in charge of this society and you're trying to like thin out the other men, you would have to be super convincing to get them to believe that sacrificing themselves is good. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, yes, but I don't think that that's the way it worked. As far as like I understand it in the sense that like it seems like they truly believed everyone in the society was on the on the same page of we need to sacrifice the best of us. You know what I mean? Like why sacrificing the worst of us is not a sacrifice
0: but that's what they tell us that's what the archaeologists tell yeah. us you're telling me that no one in that society no one Listen, had a master mayan plan people here?
1: are still around you don't need to ask an archaeologist <laughs> yeah. ask a mayan person
0: <laughs> well well but <laughs> like, well but those sorry eric oh.
2: No, 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 you're fine. Even in um, like Roman culture, I know that like the best part of like the meat was like given as sacrifice for the gods, like and anything less than like the best part of their meal was like an insult. Um, but that is not the same as offering one's life up. So <laughs> I like while a comparison could be drawn, I don't
0: think the Romans would right. have been like,
2: yeah, yeah. Like my firstborn child, like my favorite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like that could be part of the convincing. The The convincing is that, well, we have to sacrifice the best of us, but like maybe the person. And, and so all of the um, generational people, even to this day believe in that because that is so deeply rooted in their culture. But you don't think that, there's a chance that the person who was like really in charge of the whole society just maybe set this up and just put together a really good spiel.
1: So you're saying there was like a uh, a situation where there was like a short stubby guy who was not <laughs> making it. Napoleon. And he was like, guys, I have an idea. He for... got small
2: hips. <laughs> like, Correct. <yeah. laughs>
1: this, this person who is not the ideal man, he mm-hmm. says... Hey, I got a good idea for our society. The way we can, you know, get more rain on the crops. Yeah, we need to give the gods those guys. I would <laughs> sacrifice myself, but the gods wouldn't like it. We need these guys. <laughs> we need
0: this. We need those large chiseled
1: raw men over there. <laughs> right. I mean, I see that that could be. And the thing is, this is this is because the thing the plan. Well.
0: If if the like. If all of the people today still believe it, that means that the plan really did work. But, like, if those people didn't believe it, then to this day they wouldn't have believed it. You know what I mean?
1: Right. It was just, like, one mastermind you're saying? That's I don't know. I know. I'm just yeah. posing the
0: question, like, have archaeologists looked into this? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying that that seems more logical to me than to believe that there's a whole society of people that believe that, like— consistent sacrificing of those who are shouldering society is how we should be doing this
1: well i get. i mean i'll i'll have to make a call you know i'll I'll call the the delegate of the mayan people i'll have a discussion with them and see see what they have to say about it i i actually heard um so mayan people and i guess Maybe this applies to more than just Mayan and more more indigenous tribes. But Mayan people typically are like smaller and like uh, broader people. And when I was, when I went to Chichen Itza, <laughs> right. I went to Chichen Itza, the, uh, the Mayan capital uh, city. And also like one of the seven world wonders in, in uh, Cancun or in the Yucatan And my tour guide was a Mayan guy and he was like, the reason we're so small is because we sacrificed so many of our bigger people (laughs) and virgins as well. So like when they had like tall and built people, they sacrificed them or they were like held as warriors. But the thing is, it seemed, and I guess this is plausible in my mind because it's still believed today. But like, The idea was if you're being sacrificed, you're not dying. You're going to another place. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it was like an ultimately a a goal to be sacrificed. It would be an honor and like something to look forward to if you ever got the opportunity. But like you said, it could have just been a ruse, (laughs) a ruse from a a tiny man ahead of his time.
0: All I got out of that conversation is that. Uh, there was a guy that was looking like Napoleon and all future bloodlines came from him.
1: <laughs> the Genghis Khan of the Mayan civilization. Okay, yeah. so maybe no sacrifice then.
0: Well, we're at least doing like a
1: pre-sacrifice. Mm-hmm. The pre-sacrifice. Marshmallows. marshmallows. I just watched uh, that one movie, uh, man, what's oh, it yeah. called? <laughs> <laughs> right, you know what I'm talking about. No. <laughs> um, the, it's the movie about they serve these people and then they kill them all. <laughs> it's like at a restaurant. Right. No. no. Uh, um, do you know what I'm talking about with um, Anya Taylor-Joy? No. Man, okay, never mind. It's I haven't it was seen a famous it. movie. You haven't seen it. Well, it has to do nope. with marshmallows. But um, it was a good movie, and we'll move on because I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> the menu. The, the menu. menu. Okay, I, yeah, I remember yeah. you talking I, to me I about this. Okay, so since neither of you've seen it, no spoilers for the yeah. audience. No spoilers, um, but so let's see what do we got we got the uh the sacrifice the rotisserie chicken a game in which winning is actually losing uh that'll be complicated to figure out loincloths loincloths that sounds good um face paint naturally
0: no 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 Um, no face paint we're gonna. We're gonna. I mean, you
1: don't have to get face painted, but as soon as I get face painted, you're gonna be jealous.
0: No, no, no. no. I'm gonna. And I'm, you're gonna. I'm, what yeah. I'm gonna do is I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> cut into my flesh, and then drain my blood, and then use
1: my blood as face paint. So you're saying face paint is a definite blood paint on my okay. face. No, that's face paint. <laughs> Just because the no, no, paint no, no, is no, no. blood it's... doesn't make it not paint on the face.
0: All right, all right, all right, it counts, it counts. But it's we can only, have, we're going to do, um, like, you know, children's face painting, but it's going to be with blood.
1: Okay, that sounds fun. I'll do a tiger. Yeah. You can be a cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are, the, are there any other uh, ritualistic ceremonies?
0: Um, Besides
1: that, or are we, are we pretty well wrapped up?
0: I'm trying to think. Hmm
2: going to say i mean i feel like ritualistic implies that there will be candles oh like, yes that's a got to have candles yeah that's a really that's good smart. One. yeah he like, blows them out, out as soon, soon as it blows, turns late like like i think watching it in a robe feel kind of nice with your bloody face paint
0: robes <laughs> and <warm laughs> cloths yeah
2: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow or
0: we could be in robes during the daytime and then once it turns into nighttime
1: strip it off Lloyd and clots. then when the sun comes Lloyd back clots. out yeah we're back boom. in the robes everyone's surprised <laughs> to see us <laughs> cl- i mean yeah. i feel like so. we could get a crowd
0: though if we um like people would show up if we have an effigy that we burn.
1: oh that would be fun oh. yeah do like a burning, burning man type yeah. yeah yeah that's smart that's smart okay be any, i was like, gonna say more, we need to make right? a list of this but it's gonna be recorded.
0: Yeah, yeah, we yeah we have a we have an audio version of a list.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: I I it sounds to me like we're doing this.
1: Yeah, dude, that's the whole point. <laughs> I said we need to plan it. <laughs> what day of okay. the week is April sixth? It's a Saturday. Oh, is it, wait, no, no, no. April? Hold on, hold on. I think it's April eighth. Oh, it's the eighth.
0: I'm I'm gonna be honest, yeah. guys. Yeah. There's a pretty good chance that I can't make this
1: if we're if we're
0: actually doing all this.
1: Cam, I told you to take April eighth off. I know, but whose farm are we going to do this at?
0: My farm. <laughs> we would do it at my farm. <laughs> if it if it goes over, we could do it at the farm. But uh, my wife is planning the yeah. uh, like event where everyone flies in and from out of right. Indianapolis to do this. There's there's a pretty low chance that I'm going to be attending the burning effigy in a loincloth.
1: But you are taking off Monday, right?
0: Uh I don't know. Probably. You yeah. already
1: said that you were. You I can take off Monday. Day. Boom. There it is. <laughs> Con- You've heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <clears throat> Monday's also the Dude. day of the podcast, so.
0: Oh, we could do I don't know. I do I don't wanna do an episode during the eclipse. I wanna enjoy Not it in my loincloth.
1: After the eclipse. We give a little yeah. recap. On robes and robes of yep. course. <laughs> maybe it'll be our first, first video episode we'll have <laughs> our blood face paint on and robes
0: yeah we gotta figure out how to do video episodes and put them on YouTube but that's for another decade
1: no that's for another month yeah. April 8th first yeah. YouTube video I'm calling it now
0: alright do you guys have anything else related to this
1: Terrence, I think we did a good job wrapping up.
0: All right. Do you care what um what I go into next?
1: Just do it, man. I believe I didn't even read what you said.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go into this because um we were already talking about chickens, and so it's kind of related. I have a bunch <laughs> okay. of other I have a bunch of other topics, but um this one just seems like it kind of connects. So uh I have. I I was thinking about this, and I want to hear what your guys' thoughts are. It makes mm-hmm. so a lot of um, a lot of things today are selectively bred. Um, and Eric, you know a lot about medicine, right? Or like biology? Uh, Do you know a lot about biology?
2: I know a fair amount. Okay, um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're you're definitely the expert in this chat. Yeah,
0: that's what in I was thinking. Sure,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: So you're so you'll probably actually be pretty good for me to bounce this off of. But so sure. so from my limited understanding of uh like animals and biology and stuff, uh in today's world a lot of things are selectively bred or like bioengineered, like plants uh like our corn today was crossbred with some plant that was immune to um, I I don't know if it's DDT or something like some kind of chemical that just kills any other plant. Yeah. And um, so like today the idea of selective breeding is like really common. Like we intentionally selectively breed a lot of things like animals, livestock, uh, plants, and all these things in order to like get the most out of them. But I was thinking that a lot of animals, today were selectively bred not from the wild but by people unintentionally and so i was thinking about dogs because i was looking at my dog and just observing her mm-hmm. and uh i was thinking that if you were a person a long 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 time ago and there was like a pack of wolves that started hanging out because they wanted your like food scraps or whatever mm-hmm. um or even if you were to catch a rabbit cuz a lot of people who were uh, like after the transition of hunter gathering and then into do in the phase of farming you would like capture rabbits and then you would breed them and eat them and so a good ex- so I'll stick with the rabbits so let's say you like capture some rabbits and then they make babies and you have some rabbits that are really mean and they bite you all the time and then you have other rabbits that are not mean and they don't bite you. And so, like, you're not intentionally trying to selectively breed out them biting you. But in order to <laughs> for you to just not want to get bit every time you try to feed them, you just yeah. kill the ones that are biting you. And then yeah, over uh, time, you end up with rabbits <laughs> that don't bite you.
2: They're more docile. Yeah, yeah. Why would I eat the rabbit that I love?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: When when I could eat the rabbit that um, almost gave me rabies, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. So do you get? So do you guys? What do you think about that? And do you think that that like kind of checks out?
1: Like, and so, Here you go, Terrence.
0: Yeah.
1: I was. I'm just cla- just asking for a clarifying question. Yeah. Is the question? Do I think that? animals in general were more violent in the past
0: oh no 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 the question is like do you think that we've been selectively breeding a bunch of animals for thousands and thousands of years but we weren't doing it intentionally like we just accidentally selectively bred a lot of our domesticated animals whether it's rabbits dogs chickens goats you know what i mean okay so for domesticated
2: animals yeah. Like, like specifically, yeah. No, I, I don't think it was entirely intentional, um, what they were doing. I mean, I don't think anybody really had a concept of selective breeding um, for a while. Actually, maybe they did for horses. I feel like horses were a really big deal. Like, for... I don't know, going, I, I would say... Mong- mongols like definitely were big into horses right like they were archers on horses and that was oh, how yeah, they yeah, had, yeah. Like, their supremacy um right. and and i feel like they understood what went into like breeding like the best horse and they had studs um who would like basically be pimped out to a bunch of lady horses um and they're like oh yeah you're gonna get a real fast horse with this one but um the other ones i don't know that i've read anything that people had like even tried to apply that thought process before
0: because I, well, when it comes to uh, people who have like an empire, like you're talking about the Mongols and other people, I feel like they would have to be doing it intentionally. Because there's like right. a point where, where like you are trying to just like get the best possible. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe we've even been intentionally doing it for even longer. I mean, I the other thing is,
1: I don't even know how long people have been around. So... I just don't know okay so the thing about like the intentional versus unintentional it ultimately comes down to like the same kind of thing as the rabbits right Mm -hmm. like the mongols whether they were intentionally breeding the strongest horses or not the horses that they would want were the strongest ones right so even if they weren't intentionally breeding those horses they would kind of they would hoard the strong horses and the weaker horses oh yeah
0: yeah they would like sell away
1: yeah right so like so they might not kill
0: them to get rid of like the like less desired gene pool they might just like let them free not
1: not take them yeah Yeah. (laughs) not feed them right why feed the weak horses when you can feed the strong horses or whatever i think that like whatever the case is it seems that whether intentional or unintentional, people just, I mean, you're going to put more resources towards the better thing, whether that be rabbits that don't bite you or strong horses or Mm -hmm. dogs that can hunt well, like, you know, just whatever.
0: Oh yeah. If a dog hunts well, if a dog hunts well, you're probably going to feed it more because it brought you food.
1: Yeah. Right. So I think that whether it's intentional or unintentional, it's I think the same result would kind of naturally happen, you know? Yeah. Intentionally it would happen faster, of course. If you're like breeding for a specific purpose, you're gonna get, you know, the specimen that you want, but that's an interesting thought process.
0: Yeah, that was just one of my thoughts. And so if you guys don't have anything else, I'll move on to my next thought. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll try to do my I'll next try to do thought. a short one. So I've came across someone who um, they were saying that they were do they were doing like sports betting but they were only yep. betting like $20 at a time like they like like the most insignificant amount of money and they would only bet against their favorite sports team so like oh, like wow. they have like they're like a <laughs> diehard sports team fan And they, every week when their sports team plays, he like sits down and cracks open a beer or something. I don't know if he cracks open a beer, but he like sits down (laughs) and like, this is like the two hours every week that he gets to relax, you know? And, um, he said that he always bets against his team because he it's emotional hedging.
1: (laughs) right <laughs> as soon as you said that i was like that makes perfect sense yeah. my roommate does the same thing oh my really? god are you yeah and the Colts played the jaguars and i was like yes the jaguars won and he was like yeah well i bet on the jags <laughs> So <okay.
2: laughs>
1: he does the same thing and i think that's a re- oh i don't know if it's reasonable
0: I it can. So. Well, hold on, hold on. I could see it being reason. So like, here's a situation where I could see it being reasonable. So, so like, let's say if let's say um, you were married to a girl who um, was like really into a sports team, or you had a roommate that was really into a sports team, right? And every time the sports team lost they would go into a rampage and like throw the remote at the TV and like take lamps and throw them out the window and like maybe get a knife and threaten to hurt people. Cause they just like go absolutely nuts. And then you're like, yeah. Hey man, maybe you should like bet on the other team and like, like hedge your emotions so that like, you know, you're, it's not as fluctuating, you know?
1: See that seems like the situation is, Hey, I know you have this unhealthy habit. Let's pair that with an opposite unhealthy <laughs> habit <laughs> so that we can kinda even you out. <laughs> Whereas like the real situation is like, maybe let's stop watching sports because <laughs> you're unhinged. You're threatening to stab people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't this know. Is, this is actually something very relevant to my life. Yeah, it's not some, exactly, this is
0: relevant to your life. <laughs> Do you yes. have
2: people with 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 that, that bet a lot or
1: that get yeah? Uh, let's talk
0: about this.
2: Very emotionally.
1: <laughs> it's well, the thing is, and this is this is something I'm a little nervous about, to be frank. All right, Um, my girlfriend, I don't know if you guys know, obsessed with college football. Loves mm. college football so much, specifically Georgia. She's a bulldog, mm. right? And it's been fine for me because since we've been dating, Georgia has lost a total of one game. Oh, wow. Wow. So what
0: happened during that one game?
1: I was scared. I didn't know what was going to (laughs) happen. My point is like, what if Georgia goes on a losing season? You know what I mean?
0: I think we just found your solution.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Be like, hey babe, um, I know Georgia lost, but
1: <laughs> But you won a hundred dollars.
2: We're gonna go Man, out to a real yeah. nice meal.
1: <laughs> right. That's maybe that's something I should do behind her back. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because <laughs> yeah. then if, if Georgia loses, then I can immediately take her on a nice date. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but Georgia Probably. wins a lot.
2: I was going to say, if the odds are bad, like if they're having a
1: bad year, you're going to have to bet a lot.
0: <laughs>
2: like,
1: Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so that's that's something relevant to me because I do worry. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. she gets really emotionally invested. I can see how nervous she gets. Even when they're playing a game, they're definitely going to win. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, oh. She's really into sports. We got one of those relationships where, like, I think it's really funny because, you know, sports comes on and she's, like, glued. And I'm in mm-hmm. the kitchen doing the dishes. And I'm like, women and their sports. <laughs> and I, you know? All of her friends are texting, like, oh, did you see that catch? Amazing. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, So backwards. <clears throat> oh, so you know the concept of mansplaining, right? Yes. Yeah. This is really interesting. I, uh... I didn't understand what mansplaining was. I understood, I understand what men are and I understand, well, mostly, and I understand what explaining is, but I was confused. on like, what's the difference between mansplaining and a man explaining? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and then I was mansplaining. I was doing it. And then I was like, Whoa, and I started to realize no one told me I was, no one called me out. No one said, stop mansplaining none none of that happened but i was doing it and then i realized what was happening and it's just (laughs) it's it's so it's it's not like anyone's fault okay i want to make this clear for all of you men out there who have been told you you're mansplaining it's not your fault it's not your fault it's not your fault you're not alone (laughs) you're not alone i just realized like So, like I said, my girlfriend watches football a lot, Mm -hmm. all the time, but she does not have a really good grasp on football strategy or, like, the rules. Like, she knows the rules of football, but, like, she doesn't know any of the formations, offense or defense. She doesn't know most of the positions, and that stuff is just totally not interesting to her, right? Yeah. And that's fine. What is strange though, like here, here, and let me ask you guys, could you watch a sport religiously and not know everything about it? Absolutely not.
2: Yeah. I think like the point of enjoyment for me wouldn't be just outcome based. It would be
1: like the specifics, right? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. What a good play. What that was so well executed. Oh, what a good block. You know, that's what's going through my mind. And so for me, if me and you are watching a sport you've never seen before, I would explain to you what was going on. Oh. And you'd be like, thanks. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I would explain to you, and you would say, thank you. I appreciate you helping me to enjoy this more. But that's
0: not what they're looking
1: exp- for. That's, they don't care yeah, about no. it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing her what I thought was a favor. i was explaining to her some of the strategy i was like see he's lined up far because they're most likely gonna pass it's a shotgun formation and then as i was doing this i saw her eyes just like glazed over and i was like oh this is what mansplaining is it's when i'm explaining to you as if you were me As yeah. Like, like you should care about the things, quote-unquote, that I care about, but you clearly don't, because you watch so much more football than me, and if you wanted to know more, you definitely could.
0: That makes so much sense.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good analogy.
0: <laughs> I'm a serial explainer.
1: Right. Yeah. Because you don't even know what's happening. You think you're helping. Yeah, I, I
0: genuinely do think I'm helping, and then I get called out, and I'm like...
1: I what? like.
0: I sorry. Well, I think there's like a tough line to walk
2: there too, because it's like, like when you're bringing like your own personal experience of like, oh, like I used to play football, or oh, I used to play this sport, and like I want to bring you into my world, like because mm-hmm. I think like that shared experience would would ripen both of our lives, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like versus like babe, I really don't want you to tell me anything about, like, these, these positions, like, and, um, right. without, like, the explicit, like, it's just so easy to fall back into, like, but, but this information feels so good to have. Oh, yeah, right, it's so valuable
1: <laughs> to understanding the sport, you know, but, like, It's just, she just doesn't care about it. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like, um, I don't know if you've had this experience before. And it's not always exactly along like gender lines necessarily, but like men tend to tell stories in very punctuated fashions and women tend to tell more detailed stories in Mm -hmm. my experience. And it's the same, it's the same concept because sometimes I'll have like my girlfriend telling me a story. I'm like, but I what does is, what is cereal have to do with this story? Like, why are you telling me that you ate cereal? What, is, what does that have to do with it, you know? But then I'm telling her a story, and she's like, wait, but what did they order? Did they order cheeseburgers? And I'm like, that's not part of the story, you know? Sure, And so sure. it's one of these things where, like, same thing, different priorities in what we want to know. Yeah. And so I tell a story to her and her friends. Her friends are, like, all, like, that's not right. She tells a story to my friends, and my friends are like... Get on with it. And so it's just like, I'm a great storyteller for my audience. Yeah. And she's a great storyteller Mm. for her audience. And it's just like, so the whole mansplaining thing goes kind of both ways. It's just like not, not giving information for the audience you're supposed to be giving it to. And for me, giving my girlfriend information about football tactics is not something she wants and me like what cereal that someone was eating not what i want yeah and it's just like adjusting your your behavior for the person you're talking to as opposed to who you're used to talking to i guess
2: sure even just like your own internal dialogue of talking to yourself like right i exactly. think exactly like a lot of time for me i'm just like okay like get to the get to the meat and the potatoes of the story. Like, right. like that's what I'm That's what i trying to eat here.
1: <laughs> um, right, that's what I'm trying to <laughs> eat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it, this, it was really eye-opening to see my girlfriend talk to her friends and say the same thing she would say to me, but her friends, like, eating it up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like, mm, I love this. Tell me it all. And I'm like, wow, it's really just like that. You know, it's just like that over there. (laughs) All right, we're going to call
0: it. All right, sounds good to me. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. And we will see you next week. And this is a message from our sponsor, Sina4 Brewery, the beer that you put in the back.
1: Yeah, so do you know why you put it in the back? Why do you put it in the back? It's because you don't want your friends to take... Your good beer, so you fill the front of the fridge with, you know, your decoy beers, the beers that, you know, you can find on every every street corner, the ones that don't really hit the palate just right. So you see, say the special ones for you, the sign of four, you put that in the back. But on the special occasion when there's no one coming to your house, when you're not hosting, you know what you do? What do you do? You fill her up. <laughs> you fill up your fridge the whole with thing? sign of four. You know what I just the realized? Whole thing.
0: You know what I just realized? Why? Why would you just put them in the back when your friends are over? Why don't you fill up your whole beer, the whole fridge, with the beer when your friends are over? You should treat them; they're your buddies.
1: Yeah, no, not me. No, my friends can drink out of the other, the other fridge. I get yeah. all of the sign of four, but you know, it's to each his own.
0: They can drink to out of the garden hose in the back.
1: <laughs> That's for all I care. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I get the good stuff.
0: Well, you want to fill up your fridge with Sinaphore. So, so, Connor, tell us, about, tell us about this company. What are they doing? What's, what kind of seasonal beers do they have? What, uh, what's, what's the hot take here?
1: We make all kinds of beer. You know, we'll make whatever you need. Uh, anything to make sure you quench your thirst and get that little bit of buzz that you're always looking for on the weekday or the weekend. You know, whatever whatever floats your boat. Whether it's from an Oktoberfest, a Mexican lager, uh, an IPA, or a stout, which you guys so kindly uh, sponsored on this podcast, uh, we'll make whatever you need.
0: So you're telling me you guys do special orders?
1: You have the number, Cam. You know who to call.
0: All right. Hey, that goes out to all of our listeners. If you want four Brewery, this is the place to get it. This is the best beer in the Midwest. It's not even a question. We we tested every single beer that's available in the area, and this is the one. And so it's the one you put fill in the back. Fill your fridge. Yeah, fill your fridge. Fill your fridge. With sign of With sign four.